Okay, starting kit of K. Okay. So, as we explained in the previous shiurim, in the previous Pedic, when a person is Makayim, a person fulfills 613 mitzvahs, fulfills a mitzvah with thought, speech, and action. So, Pashtus, you refer to these things as Levushim. Shavadibramaisa are called Levushi Anafesh. They're external. Something that you think is not who you are. You could think about something, even if, it's, uh, if you don't understand it, even if it means nothing to you. You could change what you're thinking about the next second. It's just a routine. It's something that you're doing. It's not, it's not you. Who you are is what you feel. If you like something, if you understand something, that's who you are. What you think, definitely what you speak, what you say, and what you do is external. That's not you. That's not the person himself. So when we talk about the nefshalakis. We have the machshav. We have the uh, the seichel of the nefshalakis. The fact that nefshalakis understands the greatness of Hashem, and we have the midas of the nefshalakis, loving Hashem, fearing Hashem. And then you have machshav adibaramais of the nefshalakis, thought, speech, and action of the nefshalakis, and that is just um, doing mitzvahs. Thinking what Taita when you're supposed to think Taita, speaking Taita, doing the action of mitzvahs, putting on tefillin, eating matzah, etc. So the thought, speech, and action, the mitzvahs, the tayag mitzvahs, are much more external than the feelings and the understanding of the nefeshalikis. And that's why we refer to them as lavusheh nefesh. So one might think that what someone does, mitzvahs that he does, is not as great and doesn't have as much of an effect then a feeling of closeness to Hashem, love of Hashem, fear of Hashem, understanding the greatness of Hashem. When you understand the greatness of Hashem, you feel, you feel close to Hashem. That means you've changed. That means you're, you're a person that's close to Hashem. When you think about something, you think about a word of Taita, that doesn't mean that you're a person of Taita. That means you thought about Taita. You could think about something else the next second also. When you speak words of Taita, when you do a mitzvah, but nevertheless, as we explained, the opposite. The truth is totally opposite. That although it's true, if the, the simon, if you have changed or not, would be if do you love Hashem, do you fear Hashem, do you understand the greatness of Hashem? But when a person does a mitzvah with thought, speech, and action, that is infinitely greater than anything he could do with his emotions and his feelings and his, uh, his understanding. Because Hashem put himself, so to speak, into the mitzvahs. Hashem put himself into a mitzvah. When you feel connection to Hashem, that's your connection to Hashem. That's you feel, you feel connected to Hashem. How, how, much do you, how much are you connected from your feeling to Hashem? You're a human being. You're a finite human being. Your connection is limited. Hashem said, in this svara of Taita, in this din and this halacha in Taita, I am there. I am fully. I put myself into it. I compressed myself into that halacha in Taita, into that mitzvah. So if you understand the halacha in Taita, you've allowed Hashem to come into you. If you do an action of a mitzvah, like we said, it's It's like you're hugging the Ebesh to himself, so to speak. You have the Ebesh to himself there. That was the uh, that was the the main point of the previous pedic. So this pedic pedic A is a continuation to the previous pedic. But in this pedic, the Alter Rebbe addresses more specifically the Maila of learning Torah over other mitzvahs. The greatness of specifically of learning Torah. As I'll say, Talmud Torah connected kula. Right? They say God Talmud shemevil de Maisa. As I'll say that if there's Talmud and there's Maisa. There's learning Torah and there's fulfilling mitzvahs, and learning Torah is greater than fulfilling mitzvahs. So simply the reason is because it's a double. When you learn Torah, maybe will also bring you 
to, uh, to doing the mitzvahs also, whereas doing the mitzvahs doesn't bring you to learn Torah. So when you learn Torah, you have both of them. But as it's pointed out in other places in Chassidus, what about learning Torah if you're learning Masech Tzvachim, if you're learning a Masech that talks about nothing that has to do with what we have to do today, about the Kabbalists and the Beis HaMikdash? You don't have the Mail of Gadol Talmud? Is, is Talmud not greater than Maisa then? If the whole Mail of Talmud is that it brings you to do something good, what about when you're learning about most of the Allahs and Teda, a large part of the Allahs and Teda, which have no relevance today? So we must say that there's something inherently greater about learning Teda than doing a mitzvah. And that's this Peter is going to come to explain. The connection that we have with Hashem when we learn Teda is deeper than the connection that we have when we do a mitzvah. Okay. Doing, learning Teda is a mitzvah. So that part you have for sure when you learn Teda. But specifically understanding actually Teda, I should, I should say, I should, I should. I should rephrase that, not learning Teda. This Pedic is not going to be discussing the mile of learning Teda. It's actually going to be discussing the mile of when you understand Teda. In other words, you could learn Teda without understanding Teda also. You could read Psukim and Tanakh and you could be fulfilling the mitzvah of Tama Teda. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about when a person understands Teda, there's a greater, greater measure of connection that he has with Hashem than when he does a mitzvah, as we're going to explain in this, uh, this Pedic. Besides the connection that you have when you do a mitzvah, but it's deeper when it's, when it's in the form of learning Teda, of understanding Teda. So let's see. It says, Tesef is beer. The previous Pedic we mentioned the Lashon of the Zaya that brings from that Eliyahu Anavi says, No thought can grasp onto you, so to speak. Tfisa means grasping, like holding onto something. But what is he trying to say? The simple meaning of what he's trying to say is that the Abishta is so infinite and so great that it's impossible to understand the Ebeshter, to connect Hashem with understanding and feeling. In other words, a human, another human being, you want to, he's a great human being, a very special person. So you want to connect to him. So when you start realizing how special he is, you form some sort of connection already. You, you appreciate who he is. You have an appreciation of who he is. That already can put, makes you close to him. With the Ebeshter, because the Ebeshter is higher than Chachma, the Ebeshter is not able to be understood. It's not just that there's no one here that can understand him because we're, our, our minds are too, fight, too, too limited and we don't understand enough. The Ebeshter, by definition, is higher than understanding. He created the whole concept of understanding. So nothing, you can't understand the Ebeshter whatsoever. And therefore, by extension, the, it's impossible to get close to the Ebeshter by understanding the greatness of the Ebeshter or by feeling some closeness to the Ebeshter. That's not, that's not really, that's not grasping the Ebeshter whatsoever. That's what Leo says, Leis machshavet visebeklav. But he uses a very interesting expression. He says, Leis machshavet, tfisa beikla. Tfisa, like I said, means grasping, holding on to. When you talk about understanding, why would you use an expression of holding on to something? You should have said, Leis machshavet, masik beikla. Or Leis machshavet, maven beikla. You should have used expressions which in Lashon Kodesh refer to understanding and, and, and con- contemplating, understanding something, getting something. Tfisa means grasping. It makes no more sense. If you're talking about if you want to say a very big ball, no one can hold it with their hands because it's so big, it would make sense to say no one could be typhus on it, no one could hold it. When you're talking about understanding, why would you use an expression of tfisabe? So the is going to say that actually there's something very deep that's uh, in this lush tfisabe, it teaches something very deep. That understanding something is really grasping onto something. When you understand something, you're uniting with the thing that you understand in a very, very deep way. Let's see. We'll understand when we learn a little more. Let's see. He says, Hine. Kol seichel, every single time you understand something, meaning kishemaskel and masik besichle is a muskel. Whenever you understand in your seichel a muskel, there's two things: there's a seichel and there's a muskel. A seichel is the your understanding, your ability to understand, your intellect. 
A muskel is the specific idea and concept that you're understanding. Like, for example, a person is um, learning the uh, Torah, he's learning a Gemara that says, Gemara says if there's two people arguing, and one of them is holding on to something, the other one wants to take it away from him, is he has to bring the Raya, because, because if you have a problem, you, got it, you have to go to the doctor, the Gemara says. If you're, you're sick, you have to go to the doctor. So who has the issue? Not the one that has it right now, the one that's trying to take it away from the one that has it. He has the issue. So, so that's a muskel. That's a that's a, a svara, a svara that if you have the problem, you're gonna you have to deal with it, not the other person. The one who has the problem has to deal with it. That's a svara. So when you're you have your seichel, you have your intellect, even before you learned that svara. And your seichel understands the muskel, right? The seichel is your intellect, and you're understanding the muskel, this idea, this intellectual idea, and this intellectual concept. So every time says the Alter Rebbe that there is a seichel which understands a muskel, is that a seichel teifes is a muskel. Says that whenever you understand a muskel, whenever there's a seichel understanding a muskel, whenever the intellect understands an idea and properly understands it, then it's as if your intellect is surrounding that idea and becomes totally united with it. In other words, you see, when, when, you, when we talk about understanding something properly, so I'll give an example. There's, there's a concept of learning be'ion, right? Everyone knows the concept of learning gemara be'ion, not just lagirsa, not just superficially. So sometimes people think, what does it mean be'ion? I'm not just learning the gemara and Ashi. I'm also learning Taisvis and the Masha and the Bekivega and, and etc. I'm getting, I'm learning a lot more about the sugya than, than the simple pshat of the sugya. But that's not actual eon. That just means that you've learned more. You might, in other words, Instead of learning just the Gemara Nashi, you also know the Taisus and the Mashat. That's not, Eon means when you understand something properly. Let's say you have the Gemara has a Mishnah, and the Gemara has a question. And then the Gemara has an answer on that question. Then the Gemara has a question on that answer. Eon means that you came to the state that you learned it so well, that it makes so much sense to you, that right now, you would have said that same question on the Mishnah, you would have said the same answer, and you would have said the same question on that answer. Because it really makes sense to you. If it really makes sense to you, you would have come up with the same idea. Right? If something makes, if, if someone, now that you understand that two and two is four, it's not because someone told me two and two is four. I can't see how, how you would see it in any other way. If two plus two is, if you have two and you have two, of course it's four. It doesn't make sense that it should be any other way. So understanding properly a muskel, understanding properly an idea means that it makes so much sense to you that it's, that's just the way you understand things right now. That's became part of you. That became part of your very way of understanding things. There's a, um, sorry? There's a, uh, a Mishnah, in Masech Ba'avis, the Mishnah says that a person who says, if you say something in the name of, let's say someone was Mechadish a certain Chidosh, and you say it in his name, it's maybe Gula you bring, you bring Gula Leila. That's what the Mishnah says. Now, the question is, that there's a Medrash, that the Medrash says, that any time you say over someone else's Chidosh, and you don't say it in his name, it's like stealing. The Medrash says it's like stealing. And that's actually bought in Halacha, Magen Avram brings in in the Simukuf Nevav. He says, "You're even on a laugh if you say someone someone else's chiddush and you're not uh, not in his name." So the question is, why does the Mishnah and Avos say that whenever you say something in the name of someone else, you may be gula He should say a lot more. If you don't say it in his name, you're stealing. Maybe gula is like a nice thing to do. And in general, Pirkei Avos is not a say, not the chiluk of like it's not the rest of the Mishnah. It's Pirkei Avos is all about extra things. It's not talking about things that you have to do. Shulchan things. So if when you say something in the name of someone else and you don't 
give him credit, you're stealing. So how does it go into Pirkeovis? Pirkeovis is not an extra thing, it's, 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 you're stealing. So one of, the, one of the explanations is that this halacha, that you have to say something in the name of someone else, and if not, you're stealing, is only when you didn't really understand it fully to that extent that right now I would have said it also. In other words, Gemara says, it says in the passage, Teres Hashem You should learn Hashem's Teira. Vesayrasi says the Gemara means your Teira, not the Teira of the one learning it. Vesayrasi Yagan, you should learn your Teira. After you understand Teira so well, it's Teira delay, says the Gemara. That's why Talmud Chachrim, which is Meichla Kvede, it says, is Kvede Meichla. But Talmud Chachrim doesn't, he's not Matpid, he doesn't care if people give him Kavit. He's allowed to do that, and they don't have to give him their respect. How could he do that? It's not about his covet, it's about the Tatus covet. So we say, because when you learn Tatus and you really understand it, it becomes like a part of you. Tatus Gemara says, Tatus delay. So he's able to be Meichel on the covet. I stay Abish to Tatus. But right now, he understood it so well that it's as if he would have said the same thing. He would have said the same Svar. Right? So when someone understands something in that way, proper understanding, so his Seichel is Makif. His Seichel, so to speak, surrounds the Muskel. The Muskel has become a part, is in grained now in my seichel. It's a part of my seichel now. I can't see things any other way. That's number one, says the Altarev. Number two, another thing. V'gam ha-seichel melubesh b'muskel b'shoshem ha-sigay v'tevse b'sichle. The Altarev says also the other way around. Not only is the muskel melubesh in the seichel, not only is the muskel, the concept that I'm understanding, so to speak, enclosed that became part of my seichel, my seichel also becomes wrapped into the muskel at the time that I'm learning it. In other words, I guess, the first thing that he spoke about is not at the time. The first thing that the Altar Rebbe said, that when you understand something properly, it becomes part of you. That's just not, that, not just that second. That's always. If you really understood it, now it makes sense to you. Even if you're not thinking about it, that's part of you now. That's why it says uh, a, a, um, a person who does a mitzvah, while he's doing a mitzvah, you're supposed to stand up for him. It says in Shulchan Aruch. But a person, a Tamut Chachem, even while he's not learning, you're supposed to stand up for him. Why? What's the difference? Why, why by a mitzvah, does it only, is it only at the time when he's doing a mitzvah and by a Tamut Chachem, even when he's not learning? So it says, why do you, when it's, this, this halacha that we have to stand up for a Tamut Chachem, we learn it out from Vedayat Pnei Zokin. The Tehra says, and says, Zokin is Rashi Tevis, Zesh Chachma, someone who has acquired wisdom. In that Lashon, Zesh Chachma is the answer why you have to stand up for him even when he's not learning Tehra, because he's Kana Chachma. The tater, he understands the Tehra so well that right now that's part of his way of understanding. So even while he's not right now learning Tehra, but there's a sort of speak this Tehra in his brain right now, even if he's not learning Tehra right now. Whereas when someone does a mitzvah, while he's doing the mitzvah, he's doing the mitzvah. When he's not doing the mitzvah, he's not doing the mitzvah. So why would you stand up for him when he's not doing the mitzvah? So the first thing that the Rebbe said, this is not only at the time when you're learning a seichel. This that when you understand something properly, the muskel, the concept becomes melubish into your seichel, that stays always. But then there's another thing, that at the time when you're learning something, you become like enwrapped in it. You become wrapped up by it. You become, in Yiddish you say, fechat, right? How, how, how do you translate fechat? Right? You become like, a, it's like, it, it takes you over. You're not able to, uh, to focus on anything else if you're, really, if you're really involved in understanding something. So that means that the thing which you're understanding, the muskel, is makif your seichel. It takes around your seichel. It wraps you over and it draws you into it. And you're, you're so to speak, Sucked into it right now. So there's a double connection here. When you understand something in Seichel properly, the connection number one is that you have taken in the Musko into your Seichel. Number two, the, your Seichel is, so to speak, wrapped up and sucked into the Musko itself. Right? Those are the two connections that happens by Seichel. So that, that explains why Eliyahu Novi used the Lashon, Leis Machshav Atkisa 
In other words, generally speaking, when you do understand something properly, the correct term is tfisa, not just understanding. Tfisa means grasping. What do we mean by grasping? It's like as if you're tied into it. You became one with it. Understanding could just mean something. You understood it. Yeah, it made sense. Does it really become part of me? True understanding means tfisa. I grasped it. I got it. It really became part of me. And I'm wrapped into it. So Eliyahu Navi is saying, Elamai, nevertheless, when it comes to understanding Hashem, that's impossible because the Abishtan himself is, is, not, is beyond Chachma. He's, he's, he's beyond the idea of understanding. But Be'etzem, generally speaking, when we do understand something, the true proper terminology is Tvisa. Now, as we said in the previous Pedic, although the Abishtan gave us a opportunity to yes be Tvisa in him. How so? By Teirah Mitzvahs, the Abishta put himself, we said, he actually embodied himself, so to speak, in Teirah Mitzvahs. And when you do it, and you learn Teirah, and you do a Mitzvah, you are being Teifus in the Abishta, so to speak. So let's understand how that applies if you are able to be Teifus in the Abishta by Teirah Mitzvahs. Let's understand how that works when you understand the Halacha in Teirah. Al Tareb is going to go on. He's going to say, when you understand the Halacha in Teirah, just like everything we just said now about, in general, when you understand something, how united you become with that thing that you understand. The same thing is when you understand the halach and teda. You become totally united with that halach and teda. Right? Let's see, he says, okay, we, we, Sir? We, we, said, we said that the Torah is infinite. Mm-hmm. And there are so many levels. Mm-hmm. This, this idea of understanding, is, it can't be. There's only so many levels. You can only... No, no, no. We explained last time. No, 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 mind no. is only understanding it. Well, we, That's what we <clears> stressed last time. On the one hand, you have to realize when you understand something in Torah that what you understood is nothing compared to what there is to understand. But on the other hand, Hashem says, I put my full essence in that simple understanding, the simple pshat of Torah also. Right? Remember, we explained, we said, Mayim goes from high to low. So that means the Torah does start very high. Don't think you've got it all when, you've got, when you understood the simple pshat and the salacha. But Hashem, the Mayim remain the same Mayim when they come down low. So even though Hashem puts the salacha into a very simple Gashmi sticker, like we're going to see soon, even Tainish Shalsheke, he puts it into very simple and, and mundane in Yanim, but the, his entire essence is in that halacha at that time. So when you do understand that halacha properly, this is the Pshat of the halacha, but you understand it properly, you've totally grasped the Ebishtah. So, so, so the, the Rav's understanding of halacha is much different than mine. How do we know that I under, what I understand and what the Rav understands? Every person, every, person, every person has to understand on his level. In other words, this is what I mentioned before also about, about Iyun. See, this is a mistake. People think that understanding properly means I don't know just the, the simple pshat, I know another pshat, another pshat. That's true. That's, uh, that means when you understand another pshat, that means you've, got, you've gotten to another layer. You've, you've, you've uncovered another layer of teira. But even the simple pshat, right, every person could understand it better and understand the worse. How much, did, how much time did you spend to make sure it really makes sense to you? What you could understand. So when that part that you could understand, which is a part of Teda, the simple shot is a part of Teda, when that part, you really got it, so then you've really understood a part of Teda. Of course, if you're able to uncover a deeper level of layer of Teda, that's your job. That's part of what Hashem wants from you, to uncover a deeper layer, to understand something deeper in Teda. But the part which you are able to understand Teda, everyone's able to understand something in Teda. That part, they have to make sure you understand it properly and fully understand it and dwell on it. Like right? There's so, many, many levels, even in the simple. Even in the simple, even in the simple, there's many levels about how... What does simple mean? Meaning, you could learn pshat, like I said, you could learn more mafarsh, you could learn differently, you could learn, but the very simple pshat, the basic thing, the fact that it says in the Teira, a halacha, it says a certain halacha, it says, if two people are arguing, yachleiko, that's a halacha, there's no, there's no, so just, just making sure that that makes sense to you, there are many different levels, but that's, the different levels are just dependent on how much time you decided to spend on it, how much you decided, how much you decided to put energy into it. Because the actual halacha, every person understands the same way. 
right? The actual simple halacha. Shailah, what layer of Torah you understand? You understand the deeper part, you understand the more. That's a different thing. But this is the thing that you could understand. You understand what I'm saying? No? I, I don't understand. Like, even this simple halacha, yeah. God's understanding of it is very different than mine. But the, 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 it, it, a person's it understanding... Core, at the very core of it is very different. It's a, it's a, the very core of it is the difference of one person's understanding to another person's understanding is because he's learned more. He's, he's, he's able to understand uh, another pshat, a deeper pshat. But the, the basic pshat, the, the ein mikra yetzibidei pshute, that level. Everyone understands the same mikra ein mikra yetzibidei pshute, right? Of a, of, a, of, a, of a rub giving it over, right? He's got so much in his, in his head. So that's, that's, he's giving over a very so, little level. So that still. means that he knows a lot more than what he's giving over. But that part that he is giving over, right? Everyone has the ability to properly understand that part. So that part, when you do understand it fully, you've totally connected to the Ebeshtah, that part. Right? Okay, so let's see. It says like this. He says, When a person understands something, a halacha or a mishnah in the Gemara, like he stresses. In other words, you understand it properly. Like I said, you have to you really make sure, sure it makes sense to you. So when you understand the halacha in such a way, So your seicho has, so to speak, is surrounding and is, so to speak, grasping that halacha that you're understanding. The same thing like we said before, these two, this two things. At the time when you're learning, this thing, the first thing that we said is always, even after you're learning. But at the time that you're learning, you're, so to speak, wrapped into the thing that you're learning. What is this halacha? This halacha is Hashem's chachma. Is Hashem's wisdom or Hashem's will. That the Ebeshter wants a certain thing. That the Ebeshter wants Hashem wants that if Reuven will decide, will say this, will say X, Y, Z, and Shimon will say X, Y, Z. Hashem wants that the halacha should be, in this case, you should do Yachleiku, whatever the halacha is going to be in that case. Hashem, that's what Hashem's ratzin is. Now, meaning, even if you're learning halacha, that's about Reuven and Shimon, and there's a Vada Ramai. There's like, in a lot of cases, the Gemara talks about Vada Ramai, that there's cases where there's no, one of the two have to be lying, right? One of the two have to be lying. So because Hashem, in his wisdom, thought about, decided that the halacha should be in such a case, such and such, so even when you're learning about the taina of the one who's lying, you're learning Hashem's Chachma at that time, right? You're learning Hashem's Chachma at the time, even though it's a, it's a, it's a union of Shekhar. But because that's Hashem's wisdom, so you're learning Hashem's Chachma. Now he explains more what this means, that Torah is Hashem's wisdom and Hashem's will. Let's see. He says, Even if we're dealing with a certain halacha that will never ever happen and never did happen. Like the Gemara talks about, for example, um, Ben Seder Amir. Seder Amir, the rebellious son, right? So according to one mandam and the Gemara, at least, it's Lahoya, it was never happened. Because there's so many conditions for it to happen. It has to be in a certain age specifically. And he has to drink a crazy amount of wine and a crazy, a crazy amount of meat that he has to eat and he has to steal it. There's a whole, whole list of requirements. It, it's not, it never happened. Never, never, there was, it's theoretically could have happened, but it never happened and never will happen. Right? So we have a lochus in Teda that never happened and never will happen. Now, what is that? Why is that important here to, uh, to stress that over here? This gives us a deeper understanding of what it means when we say that the Teda is Hashem's wisdom. In other words, when you have a king, let's say, and he enacts different laws in the land. Why does he enact those laws? Because he has a nation, he has a, he has a country, and there are people there, 
and there are often disagreements between the people. So we have to decide how we're gonna how we're gonna deal with these disagreements. So we make up a system. We say that if this person says this and this person says this, this is what we do, right? We we decide the law. So, but the, the 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 reason why there is this this halacha, so to speak, this law that you have in the land is not because there has to be a law. It's because there are people. And because there are people, so we, we, we react to them and we, and we deal with the situation and we create a law. When we talk about Hashem's Chachma, we talk about the Torah that the Ebeshter gave us. The Torah says, Shnayim Erechs and Betalus. Two people are fighting about a Talus. Who, who gets the Talus? The Torah says, Yachleiko. Is it because Hashem knows that after He creates this world, there are going to be people and they're fighting and uh, we have to tell them what to do? Is that the Pshat and Torah? No, that's not the Pshat and Torah. Where do we see that? What's the biggest Raya? That we have a Lachas and Torah that it will never happen and never did happen. If the whole point of Torah is to how to deal with the situation, how to deal with life situation, so why, why did the Torah bother giving us these type of halachas that it will never happen even? Obviously, Torah is a lot deeper than that. When someone understands something because of he's reacting to a situation, like because he's reacting to the fact that there are people there, is that his chachma or is that the way he's already connecting to someone else? Is that, is that, is that the melech himself? When the melech is, is creating laws because he wants to deal with with the people. Is that the Melech himself? Or is that the Melech the way he's dealing with his people? When Hashem makes Teira, we say, it says about Teira, Apayim Shana Kodma Teira Leilam, Chazal say. It's Kodma Leilam. What does it mean Kodma Leilam? Teira is not there as a way to deal with the world. Teira is Hashem's Atzmiistika wisdom. It's Hashem's wisdom. He never, that's, we don't, Hashem decided, Hashem understood things, this, this is the way things have to be. And then it came down and he gave it to us in a form that it makes sense to us and a lot of time is applicable also. But it's not, that's not what the essence of Torah is. The essence of Torah is not a handbook, a guidebook, how to deal with situations. Torah is a lot deeper than that. Torah is Hashem's wisdom. And Hashem says, that wisdom which has nothing to do with you, I'm giving that to you and I'm letting you understand that. So that's what it means when we say, Torah is Chachmas Hashelah Kaddish Baruch It's not just a, 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 like we said, an Hashemah, we explained in the, in the previous period, an Hashemah connects to Hashem. And Hashemah loves Hashem. And Hashemah fears Hashem. That's connection with Hashem. Teda is not about connection with Hashem. Teda is a lot deeper than that. Teda is Hashem's wisdom. It's if if Teda would be the way Hashem deals with this world, then it would again be about connection. How does how should this world? How, how what are we supposed to do in this world if we want to listen to Hashem? But that's not what Teda is. Teda is Hashem's wisdom. He he understands things in a certain way, and he gave that down that here to, to us. So when we learn halach and Teda, what are we doing? We're elevating ourselves to connect to Hashem Himself. Not to the way Hashem lowers himself to something else. It's Hashem's essence, Hashem's very wisdom. Yeah? yeah? Isn't like very limited understanding of Hashem that like, uh, that this is his rules. Like, not like, okay, I give you this rule, that rule. Since I made this rule, this is the rules. But like, he's unlimited. It's, it's according to your, according to just what you just explained to me, since Hashem had this Torah, and he had to create the world to... Like I have, you know, I have at home a lotto game. I'll give my kids lotto game. Not like a limited amount of games. And I'll tell my kids, this is a very important game. So you limit Hashem to this concept. Of, okay, I have this game. It was like, it's what I am. And then I'll tell my daughter, play this game. My daughter says, I want to play different games. No, 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 play this game because it's who I am. It's really, I'm limited. I could go to like, it's you know. the opposite. The Peter brings up. buy five different games. So it's the, it's the opposite. The Peter actually brings out how, how not limited the Hashem is because... It, but, let, let, one second, one second, wait for a second. If, if you, if I mentioned last time, you have pila bekufat the right? You have, for example, a needle, an eye of a needle. Cat, the Gemara says, obviously, that the eye of a needle can't take an elephant, right? An elephant's so much bigger than the eye of a needle. When we talk about Hashem who's infinite, 
How does it make any sense that we should have any connection to Hashem? So the fact that Hashem put himself into something so finite and so limited is because Hashem is so not limited that he said, I'm able to put myself in something, I'm able to put myself in a limited form that you should be able to have a connection to me. So the opposite, it's bringing out how not limited Hashem is. It was if Hashem was, so to speak, had any limitation, then we would, if we would go according to the rules of logic, we should never be able to have a connection to Hashem. We're finite. We're finite human beings. We're simple. We're, 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 so, we have so, we're, we're nothing compared to Hashem. How, do we, how should we grasp Hashem? Hashem is so not limited. He put himself into these limited laws, right? Into these limited svaris. Yeah. I just want to add one thing to what we were saying before. There's a, the, one of the Yudgim Alikrim, the 13 uh, principles of, of Yiddishkeit, of the Ramam says, is that the Torah is never going to be changed. So Sefer Ikrim is a Sefer, one of the Rishayim, one of the Rishayim, he has a lot of different discussions about the Yudgim Alikrim of the Rambam, he argues about a lot of them. So he says, why, is this, why does this have to be a fundamental belief in Yiddishkeit, that the Torah will never change? In other words, like this, he says, let's say you have a child, right? So when, he, when a child's born, you give him milk. He gets a little older, you give him other foods. Older, you give him different kind of foods. As he develops, what's, what he needs is different, right? As he develops, he needs something else. Different kind of sustenance. He says the same thing. Hashem gave us the Torah. So maybe, one could argue, Hashem gave us the Torah at one stage. After we do Torah for a while, you did Torah for a couple generations, the world has become elevated, the world has become better. And now maybe we should have a different Torah. We should have something else. We should have a different, uh, different halachas. Like why is it so important, a fundamental part of Yiddishkeit, to believe Logically, what would be the problem if other it makes sense that the Shem should update Tayra over time? And according to our needs and according to our development. So this what we're saying now is really the point. If Tayra was about nurturing our needs and, and taking care of the situation in the world, yeah, then that would be a good taina. Tayra should change over time based on how the world what what level, what spiritual level the world is, or the physical matzav in the world. But that's not what Tayra is about. Tayra is Hashem's Chokhmah and Hashem's Ratzin. Nothing to do with this world. Hashem is so kind that He brought it down and into a physical form that we should be able to grasp Him also by the Tayra and Mitzvahs. We should be able to have a connection with Him through Tayra and Mitzvahs. But that's not what Tayra and Mitzvahs is. In essence, it's so much higher than that. It's greater than this world. It's nothing to do with the needs of this world. So of course, this can never change. Just like Hashem doesn't change, so His Chokhmah and His Ratzin doesn't change. Okay. So, um, so, so, so what does He say? He says... Because when Hashem, Hashem in his Chachma, he decided that if someone is going to say like this, if Reuven is going to say this way, and Shimon is going to say a different way, the final Psak din is going to be XYZ, is going to be a certain thing. So when a person understands, knows about and understands properly in his Seichel, this Psak, the final psalm, whether it's the way it's brought down in Gemara, Mishnah, even in Paskim. It's important to know that like, even, even later Paskim, right, if it's part of Teira, if it's a true person who was learning Teira Lishma and his Seifa was accepted by Klai Yisrael, so it becomes a part of Teira. So even if it's a psak that's only bought in Paskim, it's Hashem's Chachma. The fact that it was Hashem chose to reveal his Chachma by having a human being come to that conclusion using the rules that Hashem gave and the tools that Hashem gave, that's irrelevant. That doesn't make it less Hashem's chach, but that's just the way Hashem chose to give it to us. He chose to give it to us by giving rules how you learn Teira. And over the generation, G'day Yisrael came up with different Piskidinim based on those rules. But if, if they used the rules correctly, and it was a person that was learning Teira in the right way, it is Hashem's chachma. He's revealing us Hashem's chachma. So even Allah, which is mentioned in Paskim, is 
but a person learns that and understands that Harei is a masik v'teifes u'makif b'sich le'eretzei nevechachmasay shalakadosh baruchu v'leis machshavat v'sabay v'leberetzei nevechachmasay. So when you do that, when you understand it, so you're grasping your 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 seichel, so to speak, is taking in Hashem's chachma, just like we said before. But when you understand something, it's as if your seichel is grasping it, understanding it, taking it into it, uniting with it, becoming one with it, with Hashem's chachma, which you can never really grasp. And the only way to grasp him is and the only way we do grasp him is because Hashem put himself into these halachas the way he gave us and then we do grasp Hashem so to speak and at that time when you're learning Torah not only is uh, are you taking in Hashem's Chachma you become wrapped in Hashem's Chachma also like we said before that there are two two, uh, two things that happen when someone understands an Indian of Seichel and he finishes off and he says and he says this unification that you have with Hashem at the time that you learn Torah, because you understand something in Torah properly, if, when you understand it properly, there is no example for this type of unity and unification in, in Gashmi, says the Alter In other words, you have, let's say, you tie a knot. Even if you tie it in a way that no one's going to be able to come and untie it. At the end of the day, these are two things that became connected. When you understand something in Seichel, though, on the other hand, your Seichel now thinks that way. Like I said before, by 2 plus 2 and 4. Is 2 plus 2 and 4 something that you also happen to know about? Or is that like your mind is right now shaped in such a way that it just, it's impossible to understand otherwise? Right? So I, there was a stage before you knew about 2 plus 2 and 4. When you were a child, you didn't know 2 plus 2 is 4. Someone taught it to you. But because you got it so well, because 2 plus 2 is 4 is very easy to make, to, to make sense, because you, you see it. You see how you take two things, and you see take another two things, and you see that it's 4. But because you, you understood it so well, right now, that's just part of your mind. It's not two things that became connected now. We don't have an example for that, but there's no, there's no idea in this world. If you take two things and they became connected, it's two things that became connected. There are always going to remain two things that became connected. The only example, the only time when we see, so to speak, you had something which you didn't have first, you connected to it, and now you're one with it, is in Seichel. When you understand something, you're one with that Seichel now fully. You don't have an, an example for that Begashmis. Right? So the Alter is saying, because we don't have an example like that Begashmis, so therefore the Yichud that you have with the Ebeshter, when you learn Teira, is an unbelievable Yichud. It's a Yichud that you don't have anywhere else. Some people ask a question over here, why are you saying you don't have the yichud anywhere else? You have this yichud with anything you understand. Anything you understand, you have this yichud with the other thing that you understand. If you learn science and you understand it properly, you're misyachah with the science. This, I'm not gonna, there's, there's different ways of learning what al is saying here, but the simple pshat is, uh, who cares? That's not, that's, not, that's not countering what he's saying here. He's saying, because in Gashmias, as opposed to Seichel, there is no yichud like that. The greatest yichud that you have is in Seichel, as opposed to Gashmias. So when we're talking about us connecting to Hashem, when you connect to Hashem in a Seichel way, in other words, Seichel doesn't mean you understand the greatness of Hashem. That's just your understanding. When we say Seichel, connecting to Hashem in a Seichel, it means you take Hashem's Chachma, that He allowed you to understand, and you understand it properly. You learn Halacha in Teira, and you understand the Halacha properly. So you're using this form of the greatest connection that there is in this world, that you don't have in Gashmias, you only have in Seichel, and you're using that for your connection with the Yevishter, with Hashem. So right now, the way you're uniting with the Amishta is the greatest possible unification that is possible for, that, for a person to have when a person learns something in Teda. We're going to see next week, the Alter Rebbe is going to go on and explain, like, tight choice, why, based on this, learning Teda is so much greater than, than uh, doing mitzvahs and why you become so much more connected with the Amishta when you learn Teda specifically, understand Teda. Again, I should, I should use the right uh, phrase if you understand Teda. We'll learn later, like Teda Chav Gimel, 
Talterebbe talks about the mile of Torah over mitzvahs, and there he's talking about even learning Torah in general. But that's a different beer. That's not the beer that we're saying in this page. This page is specifically unique to understanding Torah. When a person understands Torah and understands it properly, his unity with the Ebeshter is greater than any unity that he, that's possible through any other mitzvah. So we'll, we'll continue with Hashem next week. Yeah. Yeah.